What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show. It is Thursday, December 28th. I will not be with you tomorrow, and I don't do a show Saturday and Sunday, and then Monday is January 1st. So this is the last show of 2023. And what I have to do coming on here today, I thought about taking the day off. I'm like, no, I can't do that. I mean, I could, but I'm not going to do it. I got to be here, and, and I need to send this epic year off the right way. Because yesterday, I wasn't prepared for it. I couldn't just mail it in. I'm not going to do that. Tomorrow, though, my travel schedule starts, and if you follow me on Instagram, I will be posting some videos of what's going on and where I'm going and I always try to take you with me wherever I go. Now, of course, for those of you who are just waiting and waiting and waiting for my next parlay, my picks that I'm going to put out, I will put them out just like I did last week. I've got some subscribers who got exclusive plays and they did very well. Then the subscribers get the parlay a little bit early before the public gets it. And then everybody else gets it on my Twitter feed and also my Instagram story. That's where I'll be posting it. And I'll be posting it on Saturday, like around 1030, 11 a.m., something in that range. I get all of these messages Friday and early Saturday. Slater, where's your picks? Come on, I'm waiting here. I'm waiting. If you look at the last two weeks, I put them out around 11 a.m. on Saturday. So I'll do the same thing. Maybe this Saturday will be a little bit later because there's only one game this Saturday. It's at night, the Lions and the Cowboys. I've had people tell me in this industry, I don't know why some people are so negative. Oh, yeah, you're just, uh, you know, running hot. Look, my picks are 15 and 3. 18 selections. I've won 15 of them. And for those of you who are into wagering, I'm not picking minus 200s. The majority of my picks are plus. They're like plus 110, plus 120, plus 140, plus 180. And I'm 15 and 3. And that includes a 133 to 1 winning ticket. So you can hate, you can believe whatever you want. I'm telling you, I'm laser focused. I know exactly what I'm doing. When I am laser focused, nobody can stop me. Just like at the poker table. When I'm laser focused, I got nothing else going on in my mind. Nobody can stop me. And I'm telling you now, Hard Rock Bet will not be able to stop me. The only way they can stop me is if they shut off my account, which they're not going to do. And this news that came out yesterday isn't even news. It's just a slow time of the year, so people need to make news. Hard Rock Bet ain't going anywhere. And I'm glad because I I need them. (laughs) I'm so thankful for that. I know we're a month past Thanksgiving, but I'm so thankful for that app 
I try not to have it take over this program because not everybody wagers on sports. But I think it's very important for you to know what I'm doing, what my record is, and what's going to happen moving forward, at least in my opinion. Take advantage of it. Why wouldn't you? But it's completely up to you. I'll always say, if you can't afford something, don't spend that money. And that's with anything. It could be with an item on a menu. It could be at a any restaurant. It could be at the mall. It could be wagering. Whatever it is, if you don't have the money, don't spend it. I, I don't have kids. Not that I know of. I, did I just knock on wood? I, I don't have kids. I, I don't have a significant other. So... I fly a lot. I mean, that's what I spend money on. People are like, oh, how do you fly all the time? What else am I going to do? Yeah, you could save up, but I, I fly. I, I try to enjoy life. I like going to nice restaurants. I like wagering. That's what I do. That's who I am. And if you're new here to this program, maybe you just moved to South Florida and you're tuning in for the first time or the second or third time, Thank you for that. But this is who I am. And you can follow me on Instagram. Just search Andy Slater and you'll get a better taste of what I'm all about. I keep it real with all of you. And this year, 2023, South Florida sports-wise, has it been real or what? We may never, ever have a year like this again. In my lifetime, this has never happened being here in South Florida. So who knows if it'll ever happen again. It's just remarkable. When you take a step back and take a look into what South Florida sports accomplished in one year, we had two teams go to the Final Four. We had our team go to the NBA Finals. We had our team go to the Stanley Cup Final. We had our team in the MLB postseason. We had our team in the NFL playoffs, and now they're going back. We also had the greatest soccer player in the world come here to play off of Commercial Boulevard. Just nuts. Every single thing that happened in South Florida sports here in 2023 was nuts. Nobody could have ever expected a run like this by all of our teams in the same year. The only thing missing off of the resume, unless you count Nova Southeastern, which is what division two, the only thing missing is a championship. Championships are important. We had lots of finals appearances, lots of making it deep, but nobody brought home the big prize out of our major sports and our major teams. But maybe we graduate here in 2024. That can be the goal. Okay, we made it there. We all made it there. Now we need to get to that next level and have parades. We could look at this year, 2023, as the table setter for greatness in 2024. Or it could just be... That's it. 
you had a great 2023 and 2024, you're going to get a whole bunch of losing. I hope that's not the case. But either way, it's been beyond epic, beyond remarkable. We salute 2023 when it comes to South Florida sports. So many amazing memories. And I did my part to try to capture it. And I'm looking forward to doing that again come Monday when it's 2024. So if you tuned in yesterday, you heard me tell you where I'm going to be going. You can follow me on Instagram and see everything about it starting tomorrow. But I will be, in the end, Sunday, I will be in Baltimore. I'll be there at the stadium, M&T Bank Stadium, for the Dolphins and Ravens. A monstrous game. Apparently, the Dolphins don't know what it's for, and I'll get into that discussion. It's just a game. That's it. Okay, we believe that. I will be there for it. I get into Baltimore at 11.20 a.m. The game is at 1 p.m., but the gate arrival is scheduled for 11.20 a.m. I did the whole Google Maps thing, and on Google Maps, it says I can get from BWI, which is their airport, to the stadium in less than 15 minutes. Now, of course... Sunday's a football game. There's going to be more traffic. But if I leave the airport by 1130, I don't think it's going to take an hour and 30 minutes to get from the airport to the stadium. I plan to be in my seat in the press box by, let's say, 1230 the latest. And, of course, I'll take pictures and videos and all that. I'll watch the game. If it's a blowout one way or the other, then I'll take off a little early. If it comes down to the final play, I'll be there. I'm not going to a stadium. I'm not taking a trip to leave early to catch a flight and miss a great ending. That ain't going to happen. Once I leave the stadium, I'll get in an Uber. I have no clue how much it'll cost, but in my head, I'm thinking... At most, $175. And that's because I got to take an Uber from the stadium to Washington, D.C., to Reagan, to the airport. And I'm leaving from there at 6.40 p.m., right around then. So I figure they'll be surging. And I could set up a car service, but I'm I'm not going to do that. That'll cost even more and may not be a bad idea. Maybe I, I will look into it. And then land at Miami International Airport around 9, 9.15. And then head home, watch everything on television, safe in the house, maybe order in some Italian food, and fall asleep. And then the following day, go back to Miami International Airport and head to Columbia! To spend about five or six days not only chilling out, but of course doing the show. So I will come to you next week on the air, but it'll be from Medellin.
So I'm here not to just tell you where I will be, but I have many things to discuss. And the majority of them have to do with the Miami Dolphins. The Panthers won last night. Fantastic. But I'm not doing a hockey show today. I'm not doing a basketball show today. I'm not doing a, hey, look at the University of Miami playing right now in the bowl game at Yankee Stadium. I'm not doing that show today. I am doing a heavy Dolphins show today. I won't be here tomorrow with you, so you better believe I'm going heavy Dolphins. That's what you're tuning in for anyway, isn't it? But I can't discuss what I want to until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. I want to start here and then I'll move on because I need to talk about the Dolphins and I will in this segment. This isn't like a tease for the next segment. But before I do, I want to say thank you. Genuinely and sincerely. This has been the most amazing year ever for our town and for this show. So I really do appreciate each and every one of you. You're the ones who are coming along for the ride with me. And you know me, I never ride in the back seat. If something is going on, I find a way to ride shotgun. That's why this year, even though it was a down year travel-wise, I still flew almost 90,000 miles or so. I'll post that at the end of the year, probably New Year's Eve right when I land. I was going to all these games. I went to the Heat games in Denver for the NBA Finals. I went to the Panthers games in Vegas for the Stanley Cup Final. I went to Kansas City for the UM Elite Eight game. If there is a big game, if there's a big moment for this town, for South Florida, I will even tell my friends, hey, I got to go. And they're not always happy about that, but I say bye to my friends. My friends in Medellin. I leave there. I find a way to be in attendance. And it's not just about me. I say this all the time, and it's true. It's about you. You are always in my carry-on. I take you with me. I don't check in bags. I carry them on. Wherever I go, you're with me. It's one of the special parts of this show. It's why I really like having this platform. I hope it's why you like listening to to this platform. It's about having these amazing experiences and sharing them with you and making you feel like you are part of it, even if you're at home. Some of you can't travel. Some of you don't want to travel. Some of you don't have the time to travel. Some of you have someone in your house locking up your passport where it makes it impossible for you to travel internationally. But when you come here and when you follow me on social media, 
I do my best to make sure you're part of it. The Marlins of postseason series in Philadelphia. I was there, and by extension, you were there. Same thing in Vegas with the Panthers. Same thing in Denver with the Heat. Same thing with the University of Miami Elite Eight game in Kansas City. You were there with me. And that's what I appreciate so much. Having all of you as travel companions. And I know that 2024 is going to bring more. Maybe not the exact same thing sports-wise, because it's pretty rare that every dang team in a town makes a deep playoff run in the same year. It just doesn't happen. It happened this year. Will it happen again in 2024? That would be unbelievable, but odds are it won't. But wherever our teams go, I will be there and I'll be all over it because that's what I do. And you will be there too. Because by you being here, that means you are with me. All of you are the ones that make this show. And I really value that relationship. You are the ones that make my poker tournament every single month, Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. You guys ride with my parlays. You tail me. That's what it's all about. And it it makes my job and, and this ride so much more memorable and the most important part is I, I may have said the most important part like five times already but there's a lot of important parts this is all fun we're all here to have fun and did we have a ton of fun in 2023 we sure did do i expect so much more fun in 2024 i do Maybe we'll get some parades in 2024. Even though parades stink unless your team won the title. Like I was watching that Christmas Day parade three days ago. It looked like it was taped five months ago. It was horrible. Like, give me a live parade. That parade was bogus and also boring. But when your team wins a title, that parade is a lot of fun. Now, I just said something a few moments ago, and I said I'm not going to use this segment, the first segment this hour, as a tease to talk about the Dolphins. I have a lot to say about the Dolphins. What I'm about to say, I don't want it to be taken in a negative way because everything around the Dolphins right now is very exciting. I'm excited. You're excited. Dolphins fans around the world are excited. I have an issue. It's not really that big of an issue, but it's just something that I don't understand why it's being said. The Dolphins, for whatever reason, I think I know the reason, but the Dolphins are telling a dumb lie. And I just, I don't understand why they need to do this. 
what is the lie? Well, Mike McDaniel's telling this lie. Tua's telling the lie. Other guys in the locker room are telling the lie. They are saying that they don't know the importance of these games. They're saying they don't know which game clinches a playoff spot, which game they can clinch the AFC East, how they can win the top seed. They say they're just focused on beating Baltimore. You can definitely be focused on beating Baltimore. And as a team, that's what you should be focused on. But don't tell me and expect me to believe you don't know what's at stake. How long does it take to look up last week? Hey, you win and you're in. How long would that take to, to find out about that? You have a team that's dissecting each and every aspect of the game and of the opposing team. The players eat and sleep football. But at no point do any of those players know or even wonder, hey, what do we need to do to get in? Mike McDaniel said he didn't know they got in the playoffs. They clinched until after the game when he was in the locker room. I mean, come on. Mike McDaniel, who is by all accounts brilliant, his brain is as big as Einstein's. This guy is a genius. He comes up with the world's most complex game plans. But it's only after he gets into the locker room, after the W over the Cowboys, where he learns, hey, we clinched. Sure, I'm I'm sure nobody let that slip. Come on. Of course he knew when the clincher was. So what's the reason behind this? What what's the reason behind Mike McDaniel, Tua Tungavailoa, and so many other Miami Dolphins players just lying about this? Because you can't certainly believe it, can you? What's the point behind it? I think I know what it is. I believe so. I'll get to that discussion in just a moment. I want all of you to get to my next poker tournament at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. It is the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament with $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool. And it's happening Tuesday night, January 9th at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, right there in the poker room. It's only $250 to buy in. And again, the minimum amount of money in the prize pool will be twenty grand. Cards will be in the air at 6 p.m. on Tuesday night, January 9th. You could register until 9.30 p.m. So no excuse about, oh, I was stuck in traffic. You got plenty of time to get there. I hope to see you play some cards. Have a great time. There's a lot of money to be won. Tuesday night, January 9th, it's the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. What's the reason Mike McDaniel, Tua, and other Dolphins players, coaches are saying, ah, we're not sure when we clinch. We just found out about it. We're only focused on Baltimore. The focus on Baltimore part I get, but the other part is a complete 
lie. So what's the reason behind the lie? Do the Dolphins not know that they can win the AFC East if they beat Baltimore? They're too focused on the Ravens to know that crazy formula of, hey, you win this game, you win the AFC East? Because that's what this is, winning, you're in. Come on, of course they know about it. it. This is all a lie. What's the reason for lying? Not all teams lie like this. Remember during the Marlins pennant chase, the dude who looks like my twin, Jake Berger, he openly admitted that the players were scoreboard watching right when their game ended. They'd go in the clubhouse, they'd look at the scores because they want to know if they're getting in or not. Every team does this. All the players do it. It's part of sports. No team performs in a bubble. You got 32 teams in the National Football League. And what one does is going to impact the other. So as one of the participants, why would you not check in on what other teams are doing? Why would you not listen to what other people are saying when it's going to either help or hurt your team's chances of getting in? Why would you not want that information? It's logical to want to have that information. I think it's very important information. I come from the school of it is possible to both walk and chew gum at the same time. The Dolphins can focus on the team they're playing this week, Baltimore. And they can also know what their magic number is. It's not that hard. And I don't think it messes anybody up. If Tua knows that the Dolphins can win the AFC East by beating Baltimore, he's going to have a different mindset? No, just beat Baltimore. If knowing that a title is on the line is going to mess up the Dolphins that badly, what are they going to do during the AFC championship game or the Super Bowl? Mike McDaniel and Tua and all them are going to pretend they don't know the stakes because in those cases, the stakes are well known. I think a better approach would be to say, look, we know what's at stake. We, we know what's going on. And we know that Baltimore stands between us and a home playoff game. Mike McDaniel could say, I know this organization hasn't won a playoff game in 23 years, and I know that if we as a team take care of Baltimore, our chances go way up. That wouldn't be so hard to say, because he knows it. And specifically for this show, it would be very important, because that would be Mike McDaniel being honest. And you know this show is always all about... There's no crime in admitting that you know if you win this game Sunday, you clinch the AFC East title. It's not hard to admit that. It doesn't ruin the preparation. But that's what the Miami Dolphins are rolling with. It just sounds silly because we all know it's a fib. Tua 
he said yesterday that guys come in, they're focused, they're locked in. They were saying Merry Christmas to each other. He says they do not chase ghosts. That's how he refers to the other stuff. Basically, anything other than the exact same routine, that would be chasing ghosts. There's something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! So I'm just trying to have this all make sense. And keep in mind, just last week, last Thursday to be exact, I basically did a whole show because Tua went national. He went viral saying, I keep receipts on everyone. Not me, him. So I write down what you say. I keep it in my head. I'm not the one watching and hearing what people are saying, but the team, they're coming to me and they're telling me what others are saying. And then I keep it locked in. I'm mentally locked into the game. That's what I'm thinking about, but I'm taking receipts and it gets locked in my head about what other people are saying. If Tua wants to call the outsiders ghosts, then he should be using another line from the song. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. That's what he should be coming to the podium with. So he's not chasing ghosts. He's not keeping track, but he's keeping receipts. I don't understand it. So he's got receipts when they clinch, but he doesn't want to chase ghosts. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! I get it, but I don't get it. Maybe he's talking about receipts from CVS, those long, like shockingly long, unnecessarily long CVS receipts. How else do you square up with what QB1 is saying here? Either you see it as, okay, I'm taking notes, I hear everything, or I'm ignoring it all and I'm living in a bubble. Just kind of contradicting himself. That's why here I'm always all about honesty. You don't have to mess with a story. Here's one side, here's the other. I forgot this and I'm making this up. Just tell the truth. And the truth from Tua came out last week. Tua keeps receipts. I don't have a problem with that. I like that. I think he was being 100 when he said he keeps receipts. Tua and Mike McDaniel know what's at stake. There's no reason to lie about it. This whole we're blissfully unaware of what we can achieve Come on, that's probably Mike McDaniel telling the players that's what they need to say. He's a young coach. He's inexperienced in some regards. And Mike McDaniel thinks maybe this is a good look. It makes the team look like professionals. Where they don't care, they don't pay attention to anything other than we need to win this game. But that's very unrealistic. It's not believable. If the Dolphins win on Sunday, what's going to happen? They're going to walk into the locker room, and there's going to be shirts and hats. And the shirts and hats are going to say AFC East champs. Will the players not know they exist? Will Tua wear one and say he didn't realize it until he put on the shirt? (laughs) It's just all so silly. 
And to me, the only issue I have with this is it takes away from the buildup of the game. My whole thing is we should all be having fun. The players should be having fun. Yes, they need to win this game. They don't have to. Like, it's not a must win, but gosh, they need to win this game. If they do win this game, they win the division. They don't have to worry about next week when it comes to winning the division to secure at least one home playoff game. In my world and in your world as a fan, it's all about the buildup. Let's all get revved up for this game Sunday. And when you hear a player and a coach talk to the media and then that in turn goes to you and they're like, yeah, we didn't even know we can clinch. Like, come on, let's just, let's enjoy this. What's wrong with admitting that it's not just another game? The Dolphins have earned the right. They've earned the possibility here of clinching the AFC East. They've earned the right to play in the most important football game of the season. And it's important because they've been so good and they've won so much. There are huge prizes out there. And the Dolphins have taken nothing off the table. Why shouldn't that be celebrated? Not just acknowledged, but it should be celebrated. The biggest games, the ones the Dolphins want to be in, they're full of hype and hope. They're full of interviews, conversations, and people all around the country saying, dang, this is an important game. So in week 17, with just two games left in the regular season, what's wrong with saying the stakes are super high? And they're high because we have earned it. And if we play well now, we'll get even bigger games with more hype and more attention. This is not a normal week. And I don't think it's a good idea for the Dolphins to underplay how big it is. Because you know what could happen? If the Dolphins try to trick themselves into this is just another game, at some point during the game, they might realize, uh, this is not just another game. This is a Ravens team that is approaching this like a playoff game, and we are not in that mindset. So I believe if the game is huge, prepare like it. Then play like it. And then enjoy the fruits of it. Because if you underplay it, it could come with a consequence. It could come with a team just being too casual. There's a few other things I want to get to about Sunday's contest, and I will in just a moment. Something that you can get to in Hollandale Beach is Gulfstream Park, and right now is a perfect time. I know it's been a rainy Thursday, but they've got live racing every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Gulfstream Park. It is the championship meet. And during the championship meet, it's the best of the best. The best races in the world, the best horses in the world, the best jockeys in the world, they're all at Gulfstream Park. This is what racing is all about. When I go to Gulfstream Park, as I was there the past two Saturdays, 
I go to their trackside restaurant, 10 Palms. Sit down, get a nice table, fantastic food, watch the races live right in front of me, and you could wager as little as 10 or 20 cents and possibly make thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. Make a reservation, though, for 10 Palms if that's where you plan to be. Visit GulfStreamPark.com for all the info. Get on out there during the championship meet, live racing Thursday through Sunday at Gulfstream Park. Tua going up against Lamar. We all know what happened last season. Are the Ravens going to be looking for revenge? I think the Ravens are just looking to lock up the number one overall seed. I did think it was very cool to hear about the mutual respect between Lamar and Tua. While Tua was in college and Lamar was an MVP, Lamar reached out via DM. That's right. Lamar slid into Tua's DMs to tell him, hey, you're great. I love what you're doing at Bama. And apparently that gave Tua a ton of confidence. I think it's really cool when two great players have mutual respect. They played a great game last season. There's no reason to think that they can't do it again. Now, today, I didn't talk a whole lot about injuries. We know what's at stake. We've heard what Mike McDaniel has said. We've seen or we've read about the injury report. Jalen Waddle, high ankle sprain. It sounds to me like Raheem Mostert is going to play. He's not going to be like fine and okay and not hurt, but Raheem is a beast. It's not that Jalen Waddle isn't a beast. Some injuries are just more difficult to play with than others. Some are practically impossible to play with. So I don't I don't think Raheem is going to be kept out. Maybe he won't play as much and he'll only be put in in big situations where Mike McDaniel knows he can take full advantage of whatever down and distance it may be with Raheem. And at the end of the day, we just have to say, and I wasn't trying to get that to rhyme, but I think we should all have the same thought process of we should believe in Mike McDaniel's decisions. I know some of his decisions, such as his play calling on short yardage situations, is not good, tries to get too cute. But to me, this is completely different. This is about roster decisions, who to make active, who to have inactive, and when to use them. And I think with personnel... Mike McDaniel is going to do a fantastic job. The Dolphins will 100% be prepared with whoever they have available. They will be prepared when they take that field Sunday in Baltimore. And I will be there. Unless there's some big delay and then I don't know what I would do, but I will be there. I will be there in Baltimore for that big game Maybe some of you are going. I know it's tough because it's New Year's Eve, but that's a game I said, and I said this over a month ago when I booked it, or at least had the plan. I said, there's no way I can miss this game. This game looks like it could be for all the marbles in the AFC. 
And as far as the Dolphins are concerned, they win this game and then you beat Buffalo at home, you get a bye week, and you get home field advantage until the Super Bowl. And that Super Bowl, yeah, I'll be there. Vegas! Vegas, baby! Vegas! If the Dolphins are in. If they're not, then I'll probably be watching in Medellin with my friends. Some of you may be watching and looking at your bank account, and you're like, what's going on here? I've got these goals in life. How am I going to reach them? That's when you contact Trajan Wealth. Trajan Wealth is located locally in Palm Beach. And when you contact Trajan Wealth, they're going to do everything in their power to help you achieve whatever goals you have. They will design a plan based around your goals. Visit TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. It will cost you nothing to set up a meeting with Trajan Wealth. They're not going to tell you, hey, these are the goals you need to have. You're going to tell them your goals, and then they'll design a plan based around what you want to achieve. If you want to call Trajan Wealth, you could do that too, 561-390-1000. That's 561-390-1000. Don't wait until the new year. You don't have to wait. You can call them, get in touch with them at Trajan Wealth right now. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. I went heavy Miami Dolphins today, rightfully so. Huge game coming up Sunday, and I'm not going to be with you guys on the airwaves tomorrow. And then Monday is New Year's Day. I'm going to be flying. I won't be with you either. Hopefully, we'll have a victory Tuesday. But as I said, I will be in Baltimore for that game. So if you follow my social media, specifically Instagram, I'll put some stories up, some posts, and... I'll try to make you feel like you're there, too. If you're a Heat fan, my suggestion is you grab your coffee because the Heat have five straight late-night games starting tonight in Golden State. They're away for about two weeks. Other side of the country, all late-night games. We'll see how the Miami Heat respond. Just because we're all about the Dolphins now doesn't mean that I won't be watching Jaime Jaquez Jr. and the Miami Heat. That's it for me for 2023. Have a happy and safe new year. I'll be back with you on Tuesday. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.